Hello, 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 and welcome back to Love and Makeup. Okay. So it's been about a month since we spoke. A lot has happened. Y'all, you know I set goals. My goals, it my goal the last time was to be here on Wednesdays and Fridays. But let me tell you a little something about myself. I'm a person that sets goals that are way beyond what I can actually accomplish. And I take on way too much. So it's obvious that it's either going to be once a month or at least once a week. But if you also know me, you know that I have some like reoccurring issues, um, especially health issues. So I had to disappear for a few weeks. It's not that I was gone. If you follow me on Instagram, then you probably know what's going on. So um, you know, I have a little one. She's been sick. I have older parents. They, you know, girl, I get tired of complaining, but y'all know I'm here and I am trying. The The point is when we look back at this in a few years, we're going to be like, damn, do you remember when you couldn't even get one episode out a month? And now you're getting two episodes out a month. You know, it's all about small attainable goals. My goal today was just to record. I have about eight minutes to record. And that's what I'm going to do. Then I have to go pick up the little one because that's my schedule. Uh, Today, if you're wondering, is Monday, March 28th. And it's also the day after Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. Yep. Yes, we're going to talk about it very briefly because, again, I don't have much time on this episode of Love and Makeup. Stay tuned. Hi, my name is Martika. I'm a plus-size fashion and beauty enthusiast, entrepreneur, mother of two beautiful girls, and I've experienced both the good and not-so-great moments of love. Truth is, you have to. And I want to have an open and fun dialogue about those ups and downs with you. I want this to be a community of healing, where we pull each other through, lift each other up, and maybe even get each other out of love's complex moments. Yeah, y'all. So I'm not too sure. <laughs> so, I okay. I didn't watch the Oscars um, because I was out celebrating. Uh, so my friend passed away two years ago at the onset of um, COVID. He was one of the first deaths in the city. So his family had some a get together to celebrate what would have been his 40th birthday. And that's a big milestone birthday for all of us, especially in this group of friends that I have. Um, so... We were celebrating yesterday. You know, it's still COVID. It's still a pandemic. So I was still like, but I'm so happy that I went out and just saw how much love I already knew, but just saw how much love was in the room um, and uh, meet some of the people that were in his life. So I didn't watch the Oscars, even though that finished like around 7 p.m. But I was just like on such a high from what was happening. I just completely forgot about the Oscars. And so it wasn't until I was on my way to drop off Aria off this morning that I saw, I heard on Hot 97, the discussion about Will Smith and Chris Rock. So naturally I went online and I watched it and I just have mixed emotions, right? Like first, he's defending his wife. That's number one. Second, I just 
under perfect circumstances, I wish that he would have kept his cool and still defended his wife and addressed it in another matter. However, comma, you know, that's not life. And I think that we put way too much, we put these celebrities up on pedal stools and we're, we assume that they are not going to fly off the fucking handle and they're going to fly off the handle. It is what happens when you're constantly attacked. And in this situation, it, somebody went too far. They just went too far. I mean, again, granted, have we heard Chris Rock say way worse? Absolutely. But does that mean that it was right? And there's this thin line with these comedians that, you know, they just sometimes go a little too far. And I don't think that we are in that space anymore. Back in the days, this would have been just like, you know, water under the bridge. Like it would have been like, all right, he made a joke about my wife. And they probably would have talked it out later. I'm not too sure, but I don't think it would have been taken as seriously as it was. However, because we are living in 2022 times, things are a little bit different. And I think that these comedians, especially these old school comedians, are starting to recognize that. And then I don't even know what point I'm at right now. I'm probably at point five. We're talking about, first of all, we're in Women's History Month. So how dare you even disrespect a woman during Women's History Month. Secondly, we are on the tail of Black History Month. So how dare you disrespect a woman on the tail of Black History Month, okay? But also, we are talking about a Black woman's hair, which is already a very sensitive subject, which we know he's already done a documentary about, and when I say he is Chris Rock, about Black hair. So, oh, it's just so the whole situation is just unfortunate. I get that TV has to be salacious. Is is that the word that we're using? Like, or that it, it has to be, y'all know, insert the word because y'all know that my vocabulary is very limited. I get that television has to be like that, but doesn't have to be like that. Take black women down with it. That's the part. That's the part right there. Not to mention there's some history there because he's been, Chris Rock has been talking shit about Jada Pinkett since back in 2016. And again, this is all what I'm seeing from the internet. I don't even know what happens behind the scenes. Now, about the violence. Like, again, and actually scrap that because I don't even want to attach that word to it, right? It was an open hand smack and I don't know what the laws are, but I know that I am a Libra. And so I look at... Um, you know, I look at the fine print. I'm not too sure that an open hand smack is even considered, but I'm not too sure. Okay. However, with the violence, I'm not, I don't even want to attach that word to it. I really just don't. I mean, you know, it was an altercation. Okay. Boom. With the altercation. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if something must have been pushed. It, there was a button. There was a line. And that line must have been crossed for it to get to this point. But I'm just wondering, like, this was the time where he most likely was going to win. When I say he is, um, Will Smith was going to win his Oscar. Why now? And it was, it, it made sense what Denzel Washington said, that the devil will come for you when you are at your highest point. And career-wise, with all the movies that he's made, 
he meaning Will Smith, career-wise, this is, he's at the pinnacle, right? Like an Oscar is supposed to be the most, the most coveted award that you get. So for this to happen in that night, like could Chris Rock have chosen somebody else to make his target? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But the thing is, had we been outside of an Oscar show, had we been out on the streets and you talk about my woman's hair like that, that's exactly what have happened. What would have happened? And I think that people forget that. Like, anyways, on a second note, I don't think that that many black people are going to be invited back to the Oscars <laughs> because of everything that that happened last night. But like, come on, you know, it's not all. I think people have just. Women have just been at the tail of people's, you know, the black women have been the butt of so many people's jokes. And so that they take it so lightly, like, oh, he was just joking. Was he? Because how about your mother? Right? How about her with the no edges? How about it? And it's like, oh, well, I'll just make a joke about that too. Okay, that might be right, but that might be fine and dandy, but doesn't make it right. So I just think that they need to talk it out. And, you know, it was on a public space and it was on a public stage. So obviously we're going to talk about it. It was just a hot mess. That whole situation was a hot mess. But it does fall in line with love because he did say sometimes we do crazy things for love. And I think that that probably was it. Like he's like, I love this woman. He's already said it many, very many, many times. And this was the last straw for him. He wasn't going to take this sitting down lightly. You know, I just there's a part of me that it's unsettling to see this happened on the public space and two black men going at it in this way. Um, But shit happens. Shit shit happens. And I can only tell you what I would have done. And as a fellow Libra born on the very same day, I'm I'm a hundred thousand percent certain that I probably would have snapped too. You know, and even using that, like, you know, I probably it's not even a snap. I probably just would have been like, all right, well, you bought you wanted this you wanted this static so here you go you know here you go i i i was just sitting here waiting for my nomin uh, for my award and here you go you started some shit so i'm just going to finish it plain as day ooh a hot mess all right it's 203 and i absolutely have to go so let's keep on talking about love bridgerton is back bridgerton is back bridgerton season 2 I am both reading the book and watching the se- and watching the season at the same time. Um, I am at about episode four, which is about chapter 13 in the book. There are some similar, I mean, they follow the story pretty well, but they do mix and match certain stories. So for example, his dad, Anthony's dad uh, passing away, I think Edmund is his name, passing away from a bee sting, I don't believe that that is in the book. I think that his uncle was the one that passed away from a bee sting, but obviously they incorporated that because in the book, I think that he just unexpectedly dies. The scene where she is um under the table and it just so happens that he walks in and he's like being very flirtatious with the soprano. Um in the book, it's not quite like that. There's another scene where she, if you're hearing a ding, it's because 
everyone is like, all of my chats are going wild with the talk about Will Smith. But anyways. So in that scene, in the book, it's actually a different scene where there's a thunderstorm and she is curled up underneath a desk because she's so afraid of thunderstorms. So they did mix and match some stories. Some I wish they would have kept. Some I'm actually glad that they changed because it makes it better like TV. But so far, so good. I am frustrated because I want them to just get on with it. And there's just like a lot of bickering and bantering and back and forth. I am at the part where he essentially proposes to Edwina. And not in the book. I'm in the series. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What's going on? So um, Bridgerton is back. I have yet to see Simon. And I'm like, why? And it's just not the same. I'm sorry. Like, I thought that it was going to be a little bit more hot and steamy because him and The Soprano last year had such great sex scenes. And essentially, this is all I was here for this time around. I wasn't here for the love story and I've gotten none of it yet. So I'm like, all right, now get on with it. I need to see some action. That's just me. And also, where's Simon? We haven't seen him. And I don't know if he's going to be back this season at all. I know he makes an appearance in the book very shortly during Paul Mall, but that's about it. Or Paul Ball. I don't know what it's called. So Bridgerton is back and I'm excited for that because obviously love, love is love is love is love. That scene where the panic attack happens at the end um, where she gets stung by the bee and she grabs his hand and puts it on his chest and uh, on her chest. And then she like, you know, it's like a grounding exercise. Essentially, that's what he did. I needed that. And I'm actually like, where is that person in my life that's grounding me at the moment? Because I have some very bad anxiety lately that it's serious. I said that I would talk about it on the on the podcast. And so, you know, um, I think I'm going to take the next episode to do that because I honestly just don't have the time to do it right now. But I've had some very crippling anxiety in the past week or so. And I mean, this is circa 2008 when I first got anxiety. So for me to have to be going through this again, this like beast that I thought that I had actually won and for it to rear its ugly head for 2021, 22, and to get me to the point where I'm literally hovering over around um, hospitals is it's it's pisses me off. Like, straight up. It just fucking pisses me off. So when I saw that scene, it was like, oh, it's like everything I needed to see. And I'm like, where is that person that's going to ground me? Like, it's it was such a great grounding exercise. It was a great example of a grounding exercise. So um, I'm excited. Watch Bridgerton. It's on Netflix. You know it's on Netflix. And um, excited to hear what you have to think about it what you have to say about it yeah so let's just move on to makeup i only have a few minutes so let's just move on to makeup what is happening with makeup i know rihanna opens up rihanna oh well fenty is now in ulta i believe that's as of march 4th i think morphe just dropped a new product let me take a quick look. Right. So Rihanna launched in Ulta. And I think the one thing I want to talk about today, you know, we talk about not clean beauty in here, but we talk about 
simple beauty routines. That is literally all I've been promoting from the very beginning. Just keep it simple, sis. It's not about being basic. It's about getting back to a simple routine. And that doesn't necessarily mean basic. And so what I want to teach Black women, my goal is to teach every Black woman how to apply her makeup in 10 steps or less. And of course, now we have Uma Beauty. And if you don't know who Uma Beauty is, she is the, um, Sharon Chutter is the founder of uh, Uma Beauty. She's a Black-owned beauty brand. She is also the person behind, she is also the person behind the hashtag pull up or shut up that surfaced during the unrest in 2020. Um, so she just did an interview with Who, What, Where, and they talk about her heritage and the future of Uma Beauty. She talks about how the skincare industry and a lot of people in the industry are creating all of these extra steps that you need to um, do for skincare. And if you've gone on my Instagram, you've seen that I have a pretty detailed um, skincare routine, but it's fairly basic. It's the, you know, moisturizer tone and um, serum, like some sort of beauty serum. But she's saying that she wants to reduce some of those steps um, because she wants to be more productive. And that's we're all about that here. Keeping it simple. She's like, I'm not doing a 10 step routine. It's just not going to happen. So uh, she wants to create a skincare line that reduce reduces all of those steps. And she wants to incorporate some amazing ingredients, uh, especially like those that haven't really been discovered and um, those that may derive from like Africa. So we're excited about this because again, we just try to keep it simple in here. So that's uh, what's ha happening right now. I don't really see anything else uh, to discuss. I'm sure there's more. But again, because we are running out of time, sis, we're just gonna leave it right here. Go to Ulta to pick up your Fenty. Check out Uma. And um, she has a great, she has a great uh, line a beauty line. Um, so check her out if you can. And that's about it. I know this is seems a little bit rushed. You're probably feeling it on your end and I'm so sorry. Um, and, uh, but listen, we got to do what we got to do. Did I want to talk about anything else? I probably did. There was so much, oh, the impossible campaign with Adidas and women's history month. Oh, what else did I want to talk about? <laughs> love is blind but child that was weeks ago all i'm gonna say about that is when is a plus-size girl gonna fall in love on love is blind like that's the part i don't get and that's why i think this is like <sighs> so you're gonna tell me that even through the walls like plus-size women can't fall in love i'm confused because i thought that was the whole point of this show that love was supposed to be blind I mean, granted, Sheik was really trying to finagle that whole thing by asking ridiculous questions. But are we not falling in love like that, like blindly? And so what we're saying, like even fat women's voices won't let you fall in love. Like even our even our whole like being and char characters and emotions can't fall in love. Like that's bullshit. When is a fat girl going to fall in love on Love is Blind? Plain and simple plus size, you know, standards, whatever you want to use, whatever words you want to use. Um, what else? I'm not going to talk about the Gilded Age because 
it's just a show that I'm watching and I absolutely love, but I'm not really going to talk about it. Um, oh, maybe next time I can talk about Sable Labs. Idris Elba and his girlfriend are actually coming out with a skincare line. So again, this is a lot of people are going to be coming out with skincare lines right now. So we will see. So I'll talk about that next time and then we'll see what other shenanigans happens on the internet and we will talk about it. So thank you so much for listening. If you have not subscribed, please do go to www.martika.com or go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe and or leave a review. Um, And also tell your sister, tell your cousin, tell your brother, tell your mother, tell everyone about love and makeup because we all have something to do with love and we can stand to learn a little bit more about makeup and listening is so easy. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts and uh, or if you have an uh, Alexa, just say Alexa, play love and makeup on Apple Podcasts. All right, y'all. I am late. It's 2.17. I am going to be late to go pick up my child. And this is ridiculous. But we are trying to be productive on this Monday because, child, when I tell you these past few weeks, it's not even about not being productive. It was like literally my productivity was just not landing in the hospital. That was like the extent of my productivity. All right, y'all. I'll talk to you later. Catch me on Instagram. I'll I'll be just talking more shit over there. (laughs) Bye.